Hello, welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. This is episode 31, Firebirds from 1990. Uh, we've been saying in the last few episodes that these are meant to be listened to while watching the movie. They're sort of like director's commentaries. Yes. If you want yes. to hear our actual podcast episode about this, go back and listen to Cage Club number 16. Whoa. This is when we talked about it. This is an early one. This wow, is one of the Cage's early. earliest movies. Uh-huh. But go back there. That's more our more... You know, thoughtful, took notes. Actual review episode, edited, yeah. yes. When it uh, originally blew our minds. Yes. <laughs> uh, today we are recording this one, we're going to have a special one next. We're not going to talk about that. Try not to talk about that trying, while trying. we do this. That's why we're watching this one. It's a great sort of little distraction. Yep. What's nice about this one also is that it's short, which is good. Yep. It's sort of a ripoff of Top Gun. I remember it being uh, very much propaganda yep. for the U.S. Yeah, military. Absolutely. But... And now that Top Gun's been delayed like another year or something, so like this would be good. And also um, maybe secretly ties into what might be coming up later <laughs> on in Cage Club next year. So Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Tangential. But... So we are watching the DVD okay. today. We're going to hit play a movie there. The, this looks like a really bare bones DVD. There might oh. not be subtitles. But... Should I mention, we're christening my new television today. What a new TV for the next movie. Yeah. Yeah, watching that's right in and two uh, weeks which we will talk about at the end of this but glad it's a cage film yes firebirds three two one play playing. here we go so All we're right. playing cage club bingo you can oh, go to cage right. club.me slash games and get a bingo card of your very so, own print it out it's all jumbled up scrambled teaches you how to bingo if you want to how to bingo so joey this is an extremely bare bones DVD, because right now most of my Cage movies are DVDs, but um, I didn't see an option for subtitles, so I don't think we have those right now. It's I'm hitting good. the subtitle button. Oh, I have on my Vigo card, Helicopter and War. Oh, same. I have War. So I'm going to cross off Helicopter right now. Okay. I'm also going to cross off War right now. Yeah, because they're both actually in the, uh, the DVD menu. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see what else might... I see a couple here. I don't know if Let's I'm going to win couple. this. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I believe, is this a movie that Al Cerullo, our buddy Al Cerullo... Oh, most, most likely, the probably what could have spawned their relationship or friendship or whatever. The, I don't know that they have a friendship, but just I, the idea that they worked on so many I movies together. I honestly wonder if they know each other. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's true, realizing, like, after talking to Marco about how many stars would just spend their entire afternoon in the trailer, working on lines and other things, and, like... Meeting people at the rap party, being like, oh, you were working on the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Al Cerullo, we've talked about on actual Cage Club, Cage Club OJ. He is a <laughs> helicopter pilot who's done nearly 500 movies stunts. I like that Cage Club OG. Yeah, the uh, you know the original. This is like New Coke. Well, yeah. <laughs> I so guess this, and it's true because like this will end, but that'll keep going. This movie was what, 1990, right? Yeah, 1990. So it's the 16th episode. Did and I don't think we the only extra things we well we did fast times and we did Dr. Oh. not in this oh wow that is a shocker so we did sort of two episodes before he was actually like in tight like um, what is it credited I suppose but yep. we did uh, what was the Crispin Glover TV show pilot again best of times the best of times which was fantastic this, these are I've never seen helicopters fly slower in my life if I recall, this is very much like, um, sort of like, join us propaganda combined with trying to sell, like, helicopters. <laughs> it just, it feels like promotional video at times. Yeah. We had no guest in the original Cage Club episode of this. This was still very early on before we had Uh-oh. friends who actually wanted to talk to us. I think the episode right before this was Wild at Heart, which Jordan was on when we talked about Wild at Heart, okay. my favorite Cage movie, maybe my favorite movie. 
We did that in the wow. Industrial favorite, Symphony number one. Favorite movie of all. It might be. Cool, okay. I'm not I sure. Mean, oh, Ooh. look at this. Opening <laughs> credits crawl, our message to the drug cartels is this. The rules have changed. We will help any government that wants our help. When requested, we will, for the first time, make available the appropriate resources of America's armed forces. George Bush, President of the United States, September 5th, 1989. Oh, this is so appropriate that we're watching wow. it. You know, this is almost this is almost the 19-year anniversary of him saying that thing. Ten days late. <laughs> the thing he said that they used. Why did they use that for the opening crawl in this movie? They're trying to sell helicopters. Couldn't tell you. Join. Join us. That oh, man, that was so. Weird. Oh, if if you have subtitles, check it off oh, because okay. we just have that. I don't think I do. On I totally card. didn't have a chance to read that. It went so fast. Somewhere, Catamarca, maybe I don't know. South, South America? America. Yeah. Oh, this is. There he is. He's so Look young at that. looking. The first person you see. Yeah. The first thing that isn't a helicopter. That's great. I wonder if he's going to have a visible tattoo. I doubt <laughs> he looks, it. He looks like sort of this, like the same-ish. It's weird. Oh, flashback. Oh, this is before his teeth were fixed. Yes, flashback. I'm going to cross that off. I have three in a row in a way that I cannot get bingo. So that oh, look at that. Have... You have baby bingo, though. I have baby bingo. Three in a row. <laughs> I'm in, like, especially good mood for what we're doing later this afternoon <laughs> regarding the network. Can you actually turn the volume up a little bit? Because I uh, yeah, have yeah. no idea what they're saying. I wasn't sure. If, I feel like if it's in the background, like it. if it's louder, I mean, I don't want to interfere with what we're saying, but when it's louder, sometimes the microphone picks it up and it sort of lulls in the silences or it mm-hmm, removes mm-hmm. the lulls of the silences or whatever. Gotcha. You know, this reminds me of Mission Impossible Fallout with the crazy, crazy helicopter. Ooh, that is excellent, that ending. Tom Cruise is really flying that helicopter, right? He is. Yeah, he is. And he's, like, really hanging off it and crawling up the rope and, what an you know, crawling up the mountain and what everything. What an insane gentleman. <laughs> yes. You know, for what he's doing, I thank him for that. But Thank you for your service, sir. Sir, I mean, it's not necessary, Mr. Cruise, but thanks for doing it. Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, this, that was a gift yeah. worthy oh, scene. Oh, okay, so that's the... Also... <laughs> it's a gift worthy scene. Oh, there are the eyes again. And crazy, eyes, like, crazy eyes. Here, I have crazy extreme eyes? facial expression. Oh, I have that, I think. Maybe. Flashback. Crazy eyes. <laughs> and it's great. We could look down for a while because we're not really missing anything except for helicopters. Just helicopters doing helicopter stuff. But that guy with the white beard is like the nemesis. If they take him out, they've won and they've beaten the cartel. I like that every time, like, it's so bright that Kate just to turn away from it. You know what I mean? And now this other this other pilot is frozen in fear. That's part of it, right? He, that he uh, needs a new partner. He needs his own... He needs a goose to his maverick? He sort of has that McDonough drawl a little bit in this one. Another movie that we almost watched. We wanted, like, a, a short, fun one. Not that this is necessarily fun... But it's a it's an action movie that's <laughs> it's fun. I mean, look, they're in like a secret room in the Pentagon, you know. Like this is like their Doctor Strange love ripoff right here. And I do like that the actual table that they're at is a Pentagon too. It's like, hey, yes. yeah, you know. Anytime I see those neon lights uh, hanging above, though, I just like instantly think the war room and like this seems like them thinking like, oh, there really is one of those. Like, let's take it seriously. When Larson and I in college did, so we had a, a show on RCTV, which is our campus television station that I ran, that Larson ran, past guest on Caves Club, co-host of Monkey Club, maybe a host of an upcoming show. 
we had a show on RCTV called Todd Nachmed, where it was a terrorist hunter sharing an apartment. That was a riot. I love that show. And the twist in the end is that, you know, it's it's all about racism where it's like Todd was actually the terrorist and Ahmed right. was the terrorist. And hunter. it had like a laugh track. It did and, have a laugh track. Mm-hmm. The first episode especially. But we had there was one episode that we did and then never did another one. And we did this sort of competition or contest at the end of my sophomore year when Larson was graduating, and we three different pairings all made our own Todd Nachmed sequels. Okay. So Steve Silbernagel, who you know, yep. and I think Steve Payson, maybe who was on our Grindhouse episode, okay, yeah. they made basically a sequel to their first one, so it was like in the same sort of style. Okay. Jordan, and I think Victoria Matthews of the Matthews oh, Diner, okay, yeah, yeah. Diner, they made one that never got finished, which Jordan, you know, all right. Jordan has talked about how she just, you know, it just it happens. didn't happen. And then Larson and I made one happen. where it was sort of a knockoff ripoff of Dr. Strangelove where he played every character. He oh, played like cool. six characters. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we Peter just, Sellers action. Yeah, yeah. And we basically took three or four hours one night and I just filmed everything. Like I was like, wow. okay, we're doing all this. And like, like to make sure, because you have to do it's like the Nutty Professor. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, you're going to be over here and we need. You looking at him and reacting like this, not like this. Do you have any doubles to play like other Larson? Also, he's over there. So no, it was just me and him. Because the timing of that has to be like it was really like the first and maybe only thing I've ever directed. And he said when he was editing it that like he had everything he needed, and I was like super proud of that. That, but I also really really liked that episode uh, because it's really well done. I got to waterboard Larson (laughs) with cream soda. (laughs) Like we put a towel over his face and I poured cream soda on his face. Um, you know, legal, it's all fun. legal stuff. Well, he consented. Exactly. Yeah. Does he have two names in this movie? Like, I want to try and see if we could find out his call sign or something. I hope so. Preston. I'll look it up on Wiki while we... That's a that's great. Yeah, I remember coming across that show because I was friends with Steve back then. Um, well, I was a shame I never got in on any of that, like, RCTV. I, I filmed the Christmas special, but that was about it. That's as far as I got. I was doing other stuff with Don. We were doing stuff downstairs in the auditorium, like filming bands yep. and all that kind of thing. Well, we have, I mean, like on, on Tuesday nights or whatever, Monday nights, they had the Dude Bros do like a six-hour jam session. Right. The studio, <laughs> so this was written by Paul F. Edwards. Tompkins? No, not uh-huh. Tom Tompkins. Edwards. Paul Schrader? Stars Nicholas Cage, Tommy Lee Jones, and Sean Young. Yeah, who will find Cage irresistible at some point, so I'm just waiting. Absolutely. Is she in any of your Cage movies or no? I don't think so. She's not in many movies. I just remember um, when, like, they were doing Batman Returns, she wanted to be Catwoman and was escorted off the lot or something like that. Nicholas Cage as Jake Preston. Okay. There is somebody in this movie named J.A. Preston, who's General Olcott. It's weird. He's an actor, though. You know, he's from the same last name. Maybe it was the guy with the mustache who called him son. Maybe that really was his dad? I don't know. Oh, this is the movie I got offended because they called Tommy Lee Jones old, and he's like only 40 in it. But he still looks like he's still got the same face. He looks like he's 60. Yeah. The hair hair looks good, but... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eyebrows are tight. And by that, I mean extremely... Wild and out of control. Shout out to Wistful Thinking, always that their eyebrow segment. Yep. Mustache. You're going to be on, speaking of Wistful Thinking, you're going to be on Wistful Thinking that came out last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check that episode out. That was a ton of fun. That was a 
man, that, that went on. That was crazy. Oh, uh, keeping your route for impressions. Uh, I was, t- <laughs> I was telling them, I was like, at some point it's going to slip. I'm going to do impressions, you know, something from this movie definitely because I've been like doing them across the network over the past month or two, like on Kyle's show. Yep. I'm like doing them on uh, Cinemakers. You I'm sort doing of stopped them. on Charlie's though. You were doing a lot early on. Yeah. Sort of, it sort of drifted away. I do barely any in Keanu Club. I know. Firebirds premiered in theaters nationwide in the U.S. on May 25th, 1990, grossing a modest $14,760,000 in domestic ticket receipts. The film was met by negative critical reviews before its initial screening in cinemas, generally due to its melancholy dialogue (laughs) and striking plot similarities to the more popular 86 action film Top Gun, starring Tom Cruise and Kelly Gillis. Is this technically an airport, even though... Their helicopters, or is it just like a runway, or does what's what constitutes an airport? I don't know. If we see a hangar, I'll give you airport. If okay. it's just a bunch of helicopters on a on a runway, that's not. <laughs> but what if that's their budget? That's like, like a big helmet. Yeah. Oh, so Cage wears a hat? No, helmet goes. Helmet. Uh, I am going to consider that the wacky wardrobe because that is okay, kind of crazy. Um, I mean, he's gonna is is this helicopter considered something weird? I mean, if he was standing on it the way Timely Jones is right now. I'll give you airport. Look at that building. Okay, cool. The real question is, when he says, I am the greatest leader, are we going to consider that a song? Is he singing? <laughs> I am the greatest. I mean, possibly. A little bit. Oh, so I know you watched... Because um, I think by the time... When does this come out? I'm trying to time my references here. Does this come out by the time my next episode's going to be out? Uh, my Halloween episode. Um... This episode comes out September 27th. So okay, so no. Anyway. No. Anyway. No, but I was watching something last night for, for for my program, and I caught something I never caught before, and it was like a song. It was kind of like that. And I was like, all right, I'm, cons- I'm, I'm counting that. I am. So I watched the first hour of that. i got to finish it either tonight or tomorrow morning okay. before we record it tomorrow. Uh, but I'm... Keeping a tally. You're keeping count? Tally. Okay, good. Of oh, the number of times. I want to see if we have the same count. I'm probably going to have missed one or two, but you know. Because I want to see how much that movie messes with you. Look how happy he is. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones. They're supposed to be in the same helicopter. Tommy Lee Jones was never in another Cage movie, was he? No, sadly, I don't think so. He would have for two been... such prolific actors. It's strange that they. Ne- I mean, not strange because there's a lot of people. Because no, we always talk like, about how like yeah. we did a bunch of cro- we did a bunch of actors. You know what I mean? Like, and they never people never and crossed over. I could see him during the '90s definitely crossing paths again at some point when Cage coming out of his action phase. It also feels like he could kind of fall into like uh, an Amos and Andrew kind of like he could be like the, the police officer. You know what I mean? Like just like a smaller movie, a smaller yeah. role like that. Who the hell was? Oh, that was Dabney Coleman, right? Of oh, Dabney Cole person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jabney Colbert. Hang on, man. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Wait, what the hell is that big ball? Is that like a Google camera thing at the time? Like, is that a surveillance thing? I guess so. I mean, it's not very subtle, but I guess that's a camera. Because he's gonna, he's gonna stand on it. No, it doesn't. Uh, stand. I just kind of hopped. And the, the the box is not hops on something weird. Nope, nope. There she is. I like how we pet the helicopter. You know, it's his baby. He's got a great strut in this one. <laughs> I like the gum. I like the the hair. I like the gum. I like the stride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the chew is good. I like that. Cage. Oh, Timely Jones wears a hat. 
Oh, look at oh. that smile. He is in love. Oh. What's on the music, too? It's I like, know. Oh, yeah. It's total meat cute. Like, he is struck by Cupid's arrow. You know what's real tough about my bingo card is that in the middle column I have both New Orleans and Las Vegas, and I don't think either of those are <laughs> oh, going to happen. speaking of Las Vegas, I'm wearing my, oh, my Las wearing, Vegas oh, shirt today. Oh, I it off because of that? And, uh, I'll give it to you. I'm going to nah. give it today. So it's not about New Orleans. It's going to happen, so it's fine. <laughs> Wait, they don't fly over... If they mention it by name... Um, okay. All right. Yeah, because like, they didn't say, like, you know, we, they go to Las Vegas, but, you know, if they... No, but if he's like, you ever been to New Orleans or something? Because I Vegas. can't... Because yeah. <laughs> I don't remember to... The one and only time I ever saw this movie was when we watched it, you know, in 2015. Yeah, I'd never heard of it before that. I, I know. <laughs> I like that logo behind him. It reminds me Force. of Starship Troopers-esque. Like, it's very sort of not friendly, yet it's supposed to be, you know, American. Audio secure. This is great, because you know they just filled all this shit in after they shot a shot of the guy looking at blank screens. You think? Yeah, I yeah. I feel like with the... I can't imagine this was a very expensive... I don't know. Like, Look, how like, he's sitting, like, clearly so they could mat oh, in yeah. whatever they need. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sometimes being, like, a being trained as a filmmaker, like, ruins movies, but sometimes... Yeah. I don't know. I like noticing... It's not like this like is like a that. great movie that Here's you're ruining. The, right. There's the guy. So yep. this is the cartel. He may as well be called Cartel. He's Cartel. Yeah. He kind of looks a little bit uh, Sean Connery-esque. <laughs> You know, The Rock was on TV the other night, so I was watching the end of The Rock, and I saw those the green, glowy, gooey orbs. Remember I had that whole thing about the green, glowy, gooey, gooey... Oh, whatever. oh, from The Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. When you first said it, I thought you meant the actor, because, uh, like, I was just always, I'm sure he's always on TV. Because <laughs> so. I was just thinking, like, he was on a talk show talking about filming, like, Hobbs or something. They they, shared, they released the first photo of Hobbs and Shaw, so I like the... They each have, like, an animal on the clapboard, on the uh, clapper. Did you see that no, picture? No, I didn't see that, okay. no. So, like, one's a bull, and I forget what the other one is, but I think Hobbs is, like, the, the bull, and Sean is a... <laughs> yeah. He's Ferdinand. Oh, look, it's, like, the same scene as in Top Gun. In a bar. I celebration. I haven't... Oh, the, uh... You've lost... You know, I honestly don't I haven't know. haven't seen that in a long time. I think time. we were talking about Top Gun for some reason recently, and I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen that from start you to finish. Know exactly why we were talking about it. I know, but you're being coy. But uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it from... I have a great Top Gun... Not great, but like I have a very early Top Gun memory story that I'm saving. Wait a second. So this is great. This is a helicopter. That was a great cake. With a working... Like, it, it rotated while he was blowing the it out. The blades had the candles on them. Like, it couldn't be more of a fire hazard. A firebird? Ooh, a firebird Look at that hazard. jacket. So there was, uh, I think Kate... Oh, he's <laughs> he just there. ate the cake like, like that. Uh, Cage Eats? Do we have? We should we should maybe alter like something along that line. We have Cage Eats. It's, I just oh, we do have card. Cage Eats. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, she doesn't find him attractive yet, I find, or irresistible. She finds him attractive, but it says irresistible. God, he's just pounding icing right now. She's so... The Stinger, air to air. Oh, is that his name? I don't know. Or, okay, we'll have to wait. Oh, they're in the simulator. So, growing up uh, on the highway near me, they used to have like this huge arcade, and in it, I remember like they had the original sort of VR yeah. where you stood like in a circle with the giant gear on your head, and it was all very polygon yeah. and terrible looking, and PlayStation One. But they also <laughs> had things like this, like 
like gimbal rigs where you would sit like eight of people would sit in a thing and you'd watch like a roller coaster and it would move on hydraulics and stuff. All right. Well, it just it looks it reminds me exactly like this. So now all of the rides at Universal now are like this. Like right, all, that's it. Yeah, you know, like when we saw when, when Joe and I went down there with his wife and his some of his friends, some of our friends, we went down there for the Fast and Furious Supercharged ride. It's the same thing. Like you get on the bus, yeah, it sort of turns on a screen. corner, bunch of screens around, and you go around another corner, and there's another screen thing, and then it's over. But like the Simpsons rides like that, and it's awesome. But there's just like that's sort of the way that they mm-hmm. that rides yeah. are sort of made now. The first time I ever went on a ride like that was the Back to the Future ride. And uh, I had no idea what was happening and how they were doing it or anything like that until I got off and I could kind of see the screen and the thing. I was like, oh, this is, this is the new thing. I am going to cross off X-Files Connection because oh, good. there was some terrible, terrible episodes. Like there was Too Shy, which is where Mulder – I think there was something involved with like a, an online chat room. There's been some real terrible CGI <laughs> in like early 90s. You know, uh-huh. computer well, it's like, games um, and simulations. Oh, absolutely! A lawnmower Man, like, yes. is what is what like, comes to mind immediately. Kind of looks like Christian Slater a little bit. This also Just, reminds me of that game, um, Hard Driving, or. Um, there's one game where you, Penn and Teller came out with a game where you just drive a bus from. Penn and Teller? Oh, Desert Bus? Desert Bus, yeah. That was them? That was them. That was on their. Huh. I'm not sure if it was Sega CD or PC or what, but. And I'm not even sure if that game officially came out. But there's a version of it on a uh, computer that's that's definitely out. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know you can it's play sort of it like now. It's like a cult cult mm-hmm. game. Everyone has hacked like everything now, so you could like play a a sim or something. Which thanks hackers for doing like. Oh, here he said it once. That's once. I am the greatest. That's once. <laughs> that pilot's good. The music's kicking up. The theme. Cage chomping gum in this. Cage club gum. Never coming. To a store near oh. you. Two. <laughs> Cross what I'm saying, because that's close enough. Four. That's definitely singing. Six. Man. I want to cross over overreaction, but I don't think that, I think that's an appropriate reaction. No, that how was totally... He's, how great he is. He is the greatest. Yeah. They're back in motion. I forgot they go back in... Wait, Warlock? so his... Wait, what's his name? So he's Warlock. What was Cage? What did he say before? I can't remember, so we're going to have to see if we get a shot of his helmet here. Oh, this song. Shoot him, blast him, nab him, grab him. <laughs> That's singing. That's Is that also overreaction or no? I can't tell. Mm, Timing Lee Jones doesn't seem to think so. He's like, this boy's reacting properly if you ask me. Yeah, you know? that's true. <laughs> oh, look at that. He's oh, I love like, it. It's like the... That just reminds me of Star Wars for some reason when they put that thing down. But like, it's that's where they got it from. Probably. You think they wa- you think George Lucas watched Fire No, 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 but... Well, maybe. No, oh, but he's talking probably, the original Star Wars. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking he saw it in some, like, World War II movie that I never watched or something. But, whoop, he just hit the uh, thing. Uh-oh. Is there anything in, in that lens, or is it just, like, a, a circle to help you focus? It looks like it's hollow. Oh, no, there's glass. Uh, no, it's, it's like reflected. a reflector. Yeah. yeah. It's like a... It's a scope of some kind. 
Cage never did a video game either. That's interesting. I mean, Keanu never did either, but I'm just saying... Well, like, there's a G-Force game. Did he... Oh, that's right. Maybe he was a voice. Oh, shit. We might have to play the G-Force game one day. We don't have to. Well, I might want to. You might want to. (laughs) I'm Hmm. thinking now, now that we're talking about video games, thinking about what you're going to sort of maybe possibly sort of turn T-Tac into, third time charm. just sort of like branch out. Like, I'm not stopping with movies or anything. you got, you know, TV specials. Oh, oh, yeah. you got video games. Yep. Uh, You could... Theoretically, do books like, but, but eh. well, what I was thinking was maybe like third, the third book or movie that an author or director did something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Know, like instead of the sophomore slump, did they make it to you know junior year or right. something like that? I don't know. Oh, this what? was. Do you remember when we? Oh, look at that slide. Slip and sliding. Uh, this was brought to you by Tide. I just recently saw a Facebook on the site. I don't usually check it anymore. That was gift worthy, also. By the that way, that was gift worthy, so also. But is that dancing? When he pulls up, when he holds the underwear up, remember? That's mm, no. Okay, yet. we're close. I'm, but, I'm, now I'm starting to fish. But uh, remember, in the first, in best of times, we were talking about before, he holds up underwear or whatever, and in this, yes. he picks up the underwear, and we're like, what are the odds? And two Stinger. of the first sixteen things he does. That oh, he's, right. you know, creepily being with underwear. And then later he'll appear in sort of type black underwear. So his his call sign appears to be Stinger. Stinger, yeah. Okay. Down. Multiple names. He really sounds the same. I mean, I know that might sound weird to say or something, but like, I don't know. Pacino changed his voice. I feel like De Niro's changed. Would you consider like... this as a woman as attack? Because he just said she. Uh, he's very aggressively coming on mm, to her. He's been flirting with her ever since he saw her. Like, that's. Okay, that's a bit much. You don't want to grab her like that ever. Okay, so overt sexism. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but she is going to eventually find him irresistible because she saves his. He saves her life, I think. That's all it takes. Oh no, Cage, oh. you stole her underwear, dude. We picked it up off the floor. Uh, oh, you can keep them? That I don't remember. Very awkward. He's so happy. Cut to helicopters. Helicopters oh, yeah, waking up in the morning. Charlie, look at them <laughs> waking up. <laughs> Tommy this is Jones. sort of reminiscent or pre reminiscent of The Runner, where Cage is just jogging the entire movie. <laughs> And there he is, running. Do you have Cage Runs? Uh, that is don't. Cage, right? That was him? Yeah, and that's I his partner? So. Oh, look at this guy. He's pulling the Paul Walker, running backwards. <laughs> I'm also thinking of, you know, Anthony Mackie in Winter Soldier. On, mm. your, on your left, right. or not Anthony, I guess that to was... Anthony Mackie, right? Mm-hmm. Like from, from Cap. It's funny, yeah. Cap is like 100 years old, but to him, Anthony Mackie is like the old, like 40-year-old dude. <laughs> That, that was a strange expression on his face. Look at that. It's is he exactly a broken man or no? No, I don't think so. Because, like, what does he have to be broken about at this point? I don't know. Everything's sort of going his way. He looks bored. Yeah. I think that's it. He wants to be up in the sky. Fly twice as high. You know how I feel. <laughs> fly, Robin, fly. I like that we're 25 minutes into an 85-minute movie and there's no <laughs> plot. I don't know. Like, all, what's this uh, movie about? It's about Cage... Um, Being a great pilot, becoming yeah, like he's it's basically Han Solo. Like 
This is him at the academy that got cut out of the actual solo movie, except at the end, like, he doesn't get kicked out of the academy and uh, join up with Chewbacca or anything. Like, this is what if Han Solo was great at the Imperial Flight Academy. <laughs> Here's one of the most exciting feels. nonstop action adventure hits since Top Gun! Exclamation no, point. Wait, you mean, are you sure that's not a question mark? <laughs> when an international enemy turns to high-tech weaponry, the U.S. Army enlists the aid of the Apaches, America's elite airborne task Dancing. force, specifically trained for aerial assault, flying the world's most advanced attack helicopters, these hotshot Firebirds battle on the base of foe, hovering, diving, and dodging death on the dangerous secret missions inside hostile territory. Starring Nicolas Cage, parentheses Lord of War. So that's when this Whoa, DVD came this out. This DVD is yeah recent compared to when the movie. Tommy came Lee out. Jones, Men in Black, and sexy actress Sean Young. Oh Ooh. no, that's like what they did to um, Tina Turner on the back of the Thunderdome DVD, just like mislabeling them. Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Firebirds is an explosive action epic. Ace Ventura, aerial, not Blade Runner. Okay, full of aerial gunfights and. Combat acrobatics audiences will be blown away by every dancer. thrilling second. Look at that fireplace. cow shirt. These are some amazing clothes going on. You know, I'm starting to notice that way more and more after just being on Wistful Thinking because they talk. We talk a lot about the wardrobe in the movie we just reviewed. I mean, this is. It came out in 1990. It was probably filmed in the 80s, and we always talked about or. I think it might have even been on Brian's podcast, High School Summer Party, recently, where they're talking about how, like, mm-hmm. a decade's not really a decade until, like, a couple years in. Like, this is still yes. firmly in 80s. Oh, dude, aspect. that or is... Was, a... that, was that Beyond Thunderdome? No, no, no. That was on his uh, portion of the Grease episode, Ooh, I think. fighting. Cool. But, dude, that is a true phenomenon. When I was in high school in the 90s, everything uh, was, like, about the 70s. Oh, and someone like, plays a musical instrument. There were so many hippies in my high school. It was crazy. So it's like always 20 years prior becomes the thing. That's how it feels. You know, in the, yep. in the early 2000s, it's all, or in the 2000s, it's all about the 80s. And right now it's about the 90s. Now it's the 90s. I mean, you could just go by X-Men movies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now they're about the 90s. And... So if I get an overreaction, I win. Which wow. I, I don't think that we've okay. had so far. I am kind of close. Oh, you are wait. the greatest? Um, I need cage stands on something weird. Stand on a table, cage. Stand on a table. Uh, well, that might also be an overreaction. Which if he stands on a table, and then I would, then I would. And cage works out, which he's probably going to work out at some point. Do you think, or do you think he's like so good at this that he's not going to? You know, I mean, it. This seems like around the, his time where he wants to show off a little more his, you know, his muscles and stuff like boy in blue phase and all that. This is the kind of movie you do to as an excuse to take your shirt off as an actor, <laughs> like. It's about the military, and he's like training and stuff. What does that mean? Too many things haven't changed. I like that she's bone dry and he's just dripping in sweat. I forgot they used to be a thing. Oh, they were a thing. And he can't drop it. And she's like, "Get away forever." And he's giving oh, those eyebrows. It's crazy. That's a gift for the scene if we didn't already have one. I mean, I yeah, I feel one. like that's like we got to we got to popularize that gift. I feel like people aren't. A, I mean, we're not aware of it. I feel like if anyone, no, yeah, we got to spread those eyebrows. Again, he's not on screen. I'm sure I missed a billion. You know I mean, like he's that. oh yeah to the right mm-hmm. of. Look at him. He spent like a whole day just nodding at shit <laughs> from different angles. All right, uh, just agree. All right, agree again. Let me pick up the phone. 
Cajun sunglasses. So I just listened to the Grease episode of the second part of the okay. crossover on on High School Summer Party, and they talked about how they went through a hundred thousand pieces of gum on that movie. Like they oh chewed five thousand pieces a day. Oof. Cage in every scene is chewing gum. I didn't go through five thousand pieces here, but he's going probably went through but a like, lot. Did they really count? Well, they probably bought just like they probably yeah, have an idea yeah, how much they bought. Right? Yeah, they probably know what they bought, but they didn't like you know. It's, you know, it was, <laughs> you know, it was on this morning while I was setting up the new tube, Grease Two. Oh, yeah. So I listened to a little bit of that. I watched Grease Two. I watched both of them back to back because I thought I really liked Grease Two. And then watching both in a row, I was like, "Oh no, this isn't very good." And uh-huh. I still love three songs. I love um, the "Do It for the Country." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the uh, the Sex Ed song. And oh then, yeah, uh, reproduction, yep. reproduction. And then Michelle Pfeiffer's "Cool Rider." Cool Rider is so is incredible. Like listening to their Grease parts one and two over the the crossover between Wistful, Wistful yeah. Slumber Party. Wistful Slumber Party. Um, it just brought back like all the memories because like Grease one is some of my early movie memories, like the brush a brush a brush a thing and the Grease lightning thing. But then when I was like a maybe a year or two older, when I was really sort of watching movies and remembering them, Grease two came into play, especially when Batman Returns came out and I was discovering who Michelle Pfeiffer was. And then uh, every time we'd go bowling, we would listen to the bowling song from them because that's my favorite sequence in the entire movie is when they're just like bowling in the. Uh, dancing in the bowling alley and everything. Yeah. I love that part. Like, I feel like two is just so slow compared to one. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's the inferior film. It's still fun, though. But it's still fun. People yeah. hate it, which I think it's unfair to hate it. It's just not as good. Yeah. Peace out. Billy, Billy, Billy. You know, that darn only- girl. <laughs> It's funny how we just, uh, like, this makes me think kind of like of Dunkirk and how when you're up in the air like that, you don't think it'd be easy to lose sight of another aircraft. And yet, in that movie and in this movie, like, they're constantly like, where are you at? Where'd you go? We can't find you and stuff. And, well, like, I feel like, because it can be, you can, they're like the three, like, above you, over oh, right, there's you, the right? opposite, yeah, there's the extra like, you can plane. see probably, like, here, so you can see, like... Probably think of like, the act, like the grid 135 degrees like in front of you and then maybe a little bit up but like mm-hmm. above you is like the blades can't see behind you can't see really below you you have to rely on your instruments yeah ooh look at this Tommy Lee Jones trying to trying to compete oh, here oh cage works out here oh 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 there he is boxing he oh man he would have been a great in a boxing movie he's got the size like there you go you can cross it off cage, cage works, works out, out. alright if he stands on something weird I'm in it It's a little bit of a bummer we don't have subtitles, but we'll manage. I also don't think anything's happening in this movie. <laughs> well, just to see if he, like, if if something's in, like, because I know, like, Cartel speaks uh, another language, I think, so, like, subtitles. Well, we had subtitles before. Oh, I guess remember? they would pop up if they're necessary, right? They would pop yeah, up, yeah. okay. Now I see. That Look at that hair. He does kind of like, <laughs> he he's kind of got like a Woody Woodpecker thing going on, which I mean, yep. I know he's done in other stuff, you know what I mean? Like, it's also like raising Arizona um, Woody Woodpecker, mm-hmm. but here if he's you've also that. seen like um, when Elvis's hair gets messed up, you know, because that's another thing like I never really realized, like, because I never really paid too much attention to my own hair, but 
to get like one of those Danny Zuko Elvis pompadours, you really have to have like long hair. Yeah. Like when that's not styled, it looks really weird and down and, and stuff. So, oh, he just beat the crap out of Tommy Lee Jones. Was that a dream? <laughs> Tell me. Oh, that would have been amazing. It was, was a it? dream. Oh, that's awesome. I- He's afraid of, you know, the next generation. What? Oh, his wife's a knockout. Wait, she looks super familiar. Um, Reproduction. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm off the ball. Firebirds. Tommy Lee Jones plays Brad Little. Hmm. Jenna Little. Nelly, Mary Ellen Schreiner. Mm-hmm. From, she plays Gail Wallens in Die Hard. She's in yeah, Mrs. Yeah, yeah. Walsh and the Goonies. That's it. She's a police Goonies psychiatrist mom. in Lethal Weapon yes, 2. Yes, she's all throughout the 80s. Or now I remember her. Yep. She died. Get out. Really? Yeah, no. She seemed pretty... Three years ago. She was 62 when she died. Oh, that's young. That's too bad. Yeah, she's great in, in all those roles. She was in Romancing the Stone, all four Lethal Weapon movies, The Goonies, News yeah. Gail Wallens in Die Hard mm-hmm. and Ricochet. Oh, Wait, she Ricochet plays the same? The Die Hard? Wait, what? She's the same character in both movies? I never do... Who wrote Ricochet? Was that... Um... Ricochet, Denzel Washington. At all involved with... Writers, Fred Decker, story. Menno Mayer's story. Stephen E. D'Souza. Oh, look at that working out. He's doing the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Here she plays Gail Wallens in Ricochet. I'm going to Google, is Ricochet in the Die Hard universe? And if not, we may have just cracked something here. Exclusive. Eric Stoller, a.k.a. The cartel. <laughs> Twenty-two movies that form a secret cinematic universe. Well, some of these are like, you know, very loosely based. I no, mean, that's, it's also not a list. It's just it's just straight text, uh, and that's not gonna. Like, I can't read that. Reproduction. Reproduction. Like, I would love to find out, like, what other movies take place in the Grease universe. Dude, they should do Grease 3. Come on, I need it for my show. Like, do it today, make Danny Zuko the principal, and make Travolta, make, force Travolta to play him. No, but you could get, a lot of those people are still alive. Like, a lot of those um, actors, you could have a lot of them come back and play teachers, or, you know, what if Danny, or, um, um... Oh, Sandy, you know, she could be like the principal. I don't know. I think well, that's what be I was real thinking. Fun. I thought it'd been fun when they did Grease Live if like Olivia Newton John was the principal. Yeah, because it's not a big part. No. Although yeah. I also can imagine why she wouldn't want to do like you not do that at all. No, you know of I mean? course. Like that's the thing. I understand if they don't want, but it would be cool even if they recast to have like characters or something come back. But I don't know. I feel like there's room for for new Grease. Um, and you know you could still have it take place in like the fifties or sixties or whatever. Speaking of Olivia Newton John, one of the recent episodes uh, that I did with Joe too, it might have been the stop loss episode. I don't know. Uh, one of the in the when we play the letterbox game, we find somebody who has that movie in the mm-hmm. top four. Somebody had Xanadu in their top four. Still haven't seen it. It's kind of exactly um, what you think it is. I don't know what you think it is, but it's exactly well, what you I'm think it is. I'm pretty sure it's weird and going to creep me out to some degree, but also have like a couple great songs in it. Just like every other, you know, rock or glam rock opera I've ever seen. I think like Rocky Horror, even though that does give me nightmares from time to time really? is oh, oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But like um 
I mean, I, that's the one to me that I can like handle. Like the rest of them, just like like are just take it too far. Like uh, you know, like Tommy by the Who is like I can't get a grip on that. Like it's just all over the place. And there's a lot like that. Like the Apple, like I can never get a grip. <laughs> it took me four watchings to get through that movie because I just can't get a handle on it. Yeah, you know what movie I thought was going to be a lot more singing than it was. Uh, Streets of Fire. I thought that was a yeah, musical, but that it's was not. A, yeah, that was a bait and switch. Uh, have you ever seen Repo the Genetic Opera? No, I've heard about it. I was uh, expecting a lot worse, let me tell you. Like, that one I managed to get through in one sitting. Because, uh, like Rocky Horror, like, there's other stuff to going on. Like, visually, it's pretty... It's got its own thing happening. Um, oh, speaking of musicals, I, th- I liked at the end of... Greece, the high school summer party episode, where they're like, Brian was like, you know, after Too Fast, Too Forever, when they go weekly or whatever, they're going to start doing other like car movies and stuff. They're like, maybe we'll do that. And I was just thinking, like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get Joe to watch a musical because I think he hates Greece. <laughs> he hates musicals. Well, he already watched High School Musicals, right? He's okay with those because it's Zaff and because it's kind of goofy. But I mean, he, I, spoiler for the upcoming okay, boyfriend material that he's hesitating out now. Ooh, okay. Is that an overreaction? Him screaming? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he's over. Bingo! Oh no! Time. I just gave you a bingo. Um, we have thirty-nine minutes. Jeez, this feels like we've been watching for so long. <laughs> um, it's already close, though. But on the Ides of March boyfriend material episode, which is out now, which is not out as we're recording this, I'm editing it right now. I kind of yell at Joe too in early on because he calls uh, La La Land the one of the worst movies he's ever seen. Oh like, come on! I was like, it's not. I'm like, words matter, Joe. I'm like, it's not. Yeah, the man, worst. don't be. I'm like, I don't like, hate it. I'm like, you can say he's like, okay, it's a le- one of the least enjoyable. I was like, that's totally fine. I'm okay with that. I know you hate the movie, but I think across the board, it's well made. It's well yeah. acted. The songs are good. Let's like, try not to be toxic. Exactly. Yeah, like. Um, that's some other masculinity <laughs> but no like you know i, I don't want to start like getting on anyone's case but just like in there's been a you know a recent crossover review that is sort of like you know well so I, I brought that up i talked to i b- talked to bothered that. me a little bit too as well as you yeah and so like things like that i just want to kind of like try and calm down oh on. related but not related i listened to the uh 60 second blot dumps of all the marvel movies oh fantastic there's right? a lot going on in those yeah <laughs> So on Real Bad, they do every Real Bad one of the the shows on our network, which we absorbed in the last six months or so. Yeah, uh, they do at the beginning of every episode. They do a sixty second plot dump, which in this would be like oh, Cage, Cage wears helicopter a hat. Pilot. There you go. Okay. Cage helicopter pilot falls in love with somebody he was in love with, flies a bunch of helicopters. The end. Right. So it'd be like a real you know, short one. Yeah. But they do this thing because a lot of the movies they do are all convoluted movies. Where exactly. Going on. That's it's the hard reason. to describe. That's why it's so great because it's hard to explain these movies. But over on Snark Squad, which is hosted by Nicole Sweeney and her co-host Marines, Marines, uh, they did a Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase One episode, and Nicole was just on our Atomic Blonde episode for Watch of Throne. And they did a 60-second blot dump for, like, all six or seven movies. Mm-hmm. I was just like... It was one after the other. Someone else had to do the next, you know, and now you do the next movie. You do the next movie. So so people's level of recollection and speed at which they could do it and then also enjoyment of said movie yep. all were, like, these factors. And no one really seemed to have time to, to think enough. And it was just The great. funniest thing I thought was when... I think Nicole did Thor, and at the very end, Nick was like, you got to mention Loki because he was doing the Avengers, and like that's the whole thing. Oh, Loki. I know, yeah. He's like, it also, like, it's kind of important that they introduce Loki, because like, this whole thing is like, Loki's the bad guy, you know, so. Look at all the uh, marketing there, the cereal macaroni in the back cheese, there. Yeah. Dude, and the mac and cheese. 20% and free. Or Cajun the supermarket. This reminds me of uh, 
Cage playing the um, what did he he played the comb in the supermarket way back in uh, that's a oh, different pair yeah, of back sunglasses. in best of times yeah, yeah. that's that the Norwegian out. flag oh hey shout out Norway why is it here that's definitely oh, a bunch it. Of different oh flags. okay yeah because that looks Sweden. like Sweden yep but they're hmm and I'm losing all control Grenada of the power damn Tommy Lee Jones was in the shit Electrifying. Oh, Cage feeds a baby. <laughs> that insert shot. I don't know that that was Cage at all, but his character is trying to feed the baby. <laughs> oh, it's almost certainly not Cage. Is he on screen? Is there a stuffed animal on screen? I mean, I've already won bingo, but I'm just trying to, you know, do more Cage on screen with an animal. I don't know, but he seems to be overreacting again. Hey, Tommy Lee Jones, why don't you, like, pull the car closer so you don't have to carry 12 cans at the same time? Holy moly, yeah. What is with you, Tommy Lee Jones? You're just doing that because you don't want to look at him in the face. And the uh, the director didn't know how to block that scene properly. He's losing sleep. I feel like Cage is not an exasperated broken man, but I feel like this entire movie, Tommy Lee Jones, is an exasperated broken man. It's his movie, I just realized. Oh, yeah, Cage is top builder, yeah. He's just like the hot shop pilot he has to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, well, because he was Cage once. That's yeah. the thing. It's like he's facing his mortality. There's a stuffed animal. Oh, Cage. Cage not on screen. Oh, okay, okay. Like he's just eating a fudgesicle. When is she gonna? All right. So, am I gonna have to wait to the end for her? Okay. If they kiss, I'm gonna put an attractive woman finds Cage irresistible. So, as long as they kiss. Not this one though. No, You're no, 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 no. Sean Young. Correct. Because right now she's doing a good job of. Yeah, exactly. Pumping the, uh, pump, she finds pump him, the brakes. She finds him resistible. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, the opposite of that box. I'm sort of surprised that this isn't like a Fourth of July movie. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, setting. I know. Holiday setting for sure. I thought there would be something for the patriotism, or at least if it was like Veterans Day at some point. Or is this movie rated PG or PG thirteen? Oh, was it, this is before out. PG thirteen? Probably G. Why couldn't? <laughs> no, oh, PG thirteen. They do show really. They do shoot guns. They probably swear. You know, maybe he says the f word at some point. I don't know. It could just be graphic violence. That's a terrible pillow. You don't like it? I don't. No, not really. I wonder how long. Snap judgment. I like how on my new TV I could tell Tommy Lee Jones has um, chocolate popsicle mouth. Like his lips are all chocolate. (laughs) Couldn't. (laughs) DVD looks pretty good. I'm not even. It's playing through my old Blu-ray player. Without a UHDMI cable, like it, it looks good. I only got the uh, cable for the cable box, but yeah, the uh, you know when you get nicer TVs, like you know HD TVs upscale. What and this the upscale. hell is that shit on his head? He's got ladies' underwear. He's got you know snor. It looks like part of a snorkel. He's got oh his no, own he's, periscope. it's like a periscope. Yeah, oh. he's trying to yeah fix his eyesight. I see. He's got something up with his vision. He's got rocky eye. Oh, yeah, because they blacked off the windshield, right? Yeah. This just seems wildly dangerous. Well, they're trying to correct his vision. It's correct. I think that's what's happening. It's it's reversible, whatever his thing is with his eye. I don't know. Pretty cool, though. It's a fun little sequence. As far as I can remember, Maverick never puts underwear on his head and tapes other shit to his face in order to learn how to drive again. This reminds me a little bit of Men of Honor. 
just a lot of the uh, yeah yeah well, Tommy Lee Jones right Tommy Lee, no that's De Niro oh De Niro yeah De Niro and Cuba no but very close to this sort of like Popeye esque yeah. ex or like late in his day military guy yep I like I really like that movie he's been like sticking with me for some reason really like, you, gotta, you gotta rewatch uh, Waking oh, Up Reno yeah then... yeah gonna do that soon I got the new two Chris Neal TV for that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great little lines by Cage in this. I feel like it's all performance. Like I feel like the actual mm-hmm. what's on the page is not great. No, no, right? I, yeah, he probably brought these little things. And, you know, I'm sure everybody's elevating whatever's on, not on the page because the movie's only 84 minutes. I can't imagine the script more than like 60 pages. <laughs> That's a great shot. Like, it's another not, gift. I'm not going to cross off Cage laughs maniacally, but, you know... Mm, it wasn't quite maniacal. It wasn't, like... Oh, back in the simulator, his eyes working again. He's shooting it up. A-OK, Cage. A-OK, Cage. Wait, so when the screen splashes with the red, he's not dying? He's no, actually just... yeah. That's real confusing. It, very. It took me a minute there. Oh, I love Tiny Judge cheering him on <laughs> in the other room. Um, that is confusing. It makes no sense. You should just see the little, like, helicopter fall apart. And his soundtrack's not so... I mean, it's not great or anything, but I, it fits really well. It's got, like, that momentum from scene to scene, like, transition. It's just yeah. good transition music. But then again, this feels very 80s and, like... They watched, like, a shitload of not just Top Gun a hundred times, but, like, a lot of other 80s movies just to get feels. Again, I'm going to throw out a weird movie. It's more of, like, a early 90s, I think. But, like, have you seen The Wizard? Yeah. Like, I feel like that is a movie by by committee With as Fred well. Savage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, very much like this. I feel like, you know, video game company maybe, like, got together and was like, we want to be in a movie. And so, like, they found a script and sort of, like, altered it in a way where they could, like, make it more about video games. <laughs> I've only seen a movie once, but I remember really liking it. It's, it's, it is quite good. It's also the only, like, good use of the power glove. It's the only use of the power glove, I think. I remember I got one, opened it I up. I have one. I, I, tr- I never found a game to work with. Yeah, I tried it as a kid. It didn't work, and I just put it back in the box, never to be seen again. But, uh, okay, so I should retrace... I, I, I can't go as far as to say, like, The Wizard's, like, good, maybe, but, like, I really enjoy that movie yeah. a lot. Like, it's a crazy concept, the idea of, like, the child road film. So years and years and years ago, there was this video on YouTube, it probably still is there, it's just called My Top 100 Films or whatever. It's, like, two minutes, and it's just, like, a line or a shot from 100 movies. Okay. And really California. On, what? Is California in it? California. That, that's the line from The Wizard. Oh, no, okay. it's... He's a wizard. Uh, so that's what that is. But that's like one of the very first lines of the thing. But then what I found out later is like I found like this guy like just really loved movies. Like had a bunch of cool videos. Then he got arrested for child pornography. And I was like, oh, oh. no. I was like, oh, I don't feel comfortable no. following this guy anymore. You know who else got uh, allegedly, uh, what I heard, got arrested for child pornography? The kid with the power glove who played Lucas in the movie The Wizard. Oh, really? Allegedly, I heard he has a registered S offender. Oh, no. I know. It's troubling. History and uh, what happens. This is pretty cool. And you don't really see, like, you know, women, like, working out and playing basketball and stuff in, in these kinds of movies. It's pretty cool. 
Is her last name Reyes? Is she playing supposed to be playing a Hispanic woman? Is that what you said? Reyes? I think so. Oh, red sports car, red sports car! <gasps> Holy <Ooh>. shit! <laughs> that is a beauty. We probably knew this, though, because this was after... Never oh, this Tuesday. this was probably one where we're like, look, this is weird because we know it. it yeah, you're right. But this might have been around the time we're like, we got to start looking yep. from now on. A little bit after this is Amos and Andrew where they have mm-hmm. the red sports car on the boat. Yeah, and it started to be more than a coincidence. Oh, no, her name's Billy Lee Guthrie. What did I hear her say? Guthrie. You didn't say Billy Ray. Lee. Billy Lee Guthrie. Maybe he said Billy? I don't know. I like that look, though. He's kind of got like... um. Whoa, I like that too. I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, that's kind of cute, but also kind of creepy. Saying he wants to have her out there all to himself. I mean, but that's the way people used to sweet talk each other back then, you know? And it's just, uh, like, and it's even more contrived because it's in a movie that is, you know, not first and foremost for entertainment, but to want to get you to join the military. At least that's how I kind of interpret this movie. He's driving around like an asshole on that road, just like Balky is in True Romance, where he's like swerving <laughs> back and forth. And then gets pulled over and sneezes into <laughs> the cocaine bag. Of course he is. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, man. Perfect Strangers. Holy shit. So, like, when the Perfect Strangers song popped up on um, The Leftovers, I and uh, when... Um, the actor shows up in it. Yep. I lost my mind because I used to watch Perfect Strangers as a kid, like as it aired. Yeah, like new episodes. I don't know if I watched it as it aired. I think it might have ended, but I definitely sort of watched some of it growing because my parents loved it. Oh, it reran like crazy. Yeah. Oh, irresistible. If you want to. Okay. Cross cool. That off. Cool. 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 Because she's into Cage. Another dancing. Fifty-one animal. forty. It's not too far. Twelve minutes after mine, so it's I'm not good. Not Before too bad. the hour mark, I'm happy. It's been. I mean, I got bingo. I think the last time, but I, I, there was a streak. I was in a slump for some time. Dancing Where again? Are they, that they're in this like smoky no, it's room like, with a grand piano or baby grand. I think and... it's like Steve Rogers' Black Widow nightmare, where like he's just standing off in the corner while someone's dancing with his girl. But no, it's yeah. Is that Phil Collins. If it's not, it it wants to be. Let's see here. It's magical. Uh Uh-oh, awkward sex scene. I don't have that, I don't think. The number one, the most popular whatever review on IMDb is not as bad as all that, 7 out of 10. Cool. (laughs) Soundtrack. Oh, yeah, do you remember Phil Collins? Worse than Find a way to my heart. Wow, it is Phil Collins. There's two Phil Collins songs in this. Whoa, okay, yeah. He would probably just left Genesis... And was, like, breaking off on his own around this time. Ooh, cage tattoo. Visible cage tattoo. Oh, I have that. A, a tiger. I missed that. Okay, there it is again. Okay. Is that his tattoo or is that a character tattoo? No, it looks like it's Cage's tattoo. There it is yeah. again. I feel like they would say, you know, like your character would have a tattoo. Like, he's a badass. I like the aesthetic of, where are they, like Nevada or wherever, or New it's, Mexico? It's definitely American Southwest, Yeah, sure. I always like that look. Oh, Nevada. It's a cool uh, setting. Vegas. Mm. I'm also surprised that we haven't seen beach, or they haven't flown over beach, or they haven't gone to the beach. Yeah, they spent most of their time in the desert. I think they shot this, what looks a lot, like somewhat like, you know, down in like Death Valley, Monument Valley. You know, I just realized, they definitely dyed his hair to look like Tom Cruise. Like, it's, oh, it's blacker, yeah. It looks darker. 
It's definitely nice and full, though. And lush. <laughs> you know what I think just that shot reminded me of? One of the coolest... I think it's like a little thing, and people probably hate it. Uh, I think a lot of people probably love it, though. Like, I love it, is in Kill Bill 2. Okay, my I like that one more. When they're... Me too. But when they're... When the cop, when Michael Parks is rolling up, or maybe it's Kill Bill 1, but when they're rolling up to the the, the wedding, like the, the massacre... Okay. And he takes his sunglasses off and the screen detints with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. like, he's like, it's like you're literally in his head that, like, he takes it off. Michael Parks. Own. Yeah. Son number one. I do believe she's still. And, you know, he also plays uh, Esteban. I know. That's so parts. great. So the shot of the driving up with all the, um, with all the, uh, he's got, like, all of the uh, sunglasses on yeah. his uh, mm-hmm. front end there on the windshield. So that is a shot. From the original Gone in sixty Seconds Ooh. movie, yeah, it's Which an homage will to that. Probably get to for some for a car lap on two F two F. It's so good. I want like I, like I asked Joe about a couple different movies. Like he's never seen Vanishing Point. He's never Ooh. seen like Death Race two thousand. I don't think. Uh, Dirty Larry, Crazy Mary, like that's a crazy. Oh, you guys should even watch Sugarland Express, the Spielberg movie Ooh. with Goldie Hawn. Like that's a really good one. That's a great we car do movie. Duel. You could do the Mad Max movies again. Or again, I mean, you could do the Mad Max movies, like one part one especially. I think a, our first uh, lap is going to be. I think we said that it's going to be the Paul Walker Memorial lap, and then we'll do like uh, a car lap or anything. Like, I think we're going to start with things. Then I, I really want yeah, to yeah. do like an A twenty four lap where we do like American Honey and Spring Breakers <laughs> and Bling Ring and all yeah, those no, that's what's cool about those. Like you could make them anything. Like that's what I'm trying to think about my show too. Like how can I take it beyond films? You know, because yep. like the network. I feel like we want to be we we're, we are all more than just about movies. So like I want to bring in more of that. That's not a bad thing. We're more than just movies. Because <laughs> I was thinking also records like as uh, me, Chris, and Nico are Let's already. Well, there you go. Well, me, Chris, and Nico are already planning a crossover episode for early next year. Um, Woodstock '99, which is the third Woodstock. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about that. It's gonna be good. Uh, other little ideas coming up. Dude, he looks so good when he looks so serious. I like that Tommy Lee Jones is in the cockpit, too. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. These helicopters are, you know, for all intent and purpose, really cool. The way they sort of, like, maneuver quicker and well, that's stuff. That's the whole goal of this, right? To make mm-hmm. them look cool. There you go. There you go. So I mean, successful. The sad thing is I'm waiting for it to transform, like, into a robot. <laughs> are you going to see Bumblebee? I, you know why I'm going to see Bumblebee? Because I have a eight-year-old nephew. Okay. And we go see a lot of movies together, and I even took him to Rampage. I know I shouldn't probably have taken him to Rampage, but when I was younger, I had a cool uncle. Uh, he was actually my cousin. Took me to, like, Aliens and other movies and stuff, so I'm cool uncle. Um, and it looks, you know what, it, it's not directed by Michael Bay, right? Um that's a major plus. Haley Seinfeld's great. She's great. It's an eighties. It's got that. It's got a better aesthetic overall. Uh, I've only seen like pictures and the teaser, but because uh, you know I'm trying to get on this no trailer thing. Yep. But it, man, it's been hard. Uh, but I've been pretty good. I haven't seen the trailer for what we're watching next. I don't know. I literally know nothing. About I, what yeah, I, I don't either. Saw. I know that. I know. I know maybe one other thing, I'm not sure, but like uh, I was talking to my friend and I was just like, I haven't read anything, I haven't looked at anything. She's like, you're going to lose your mind. I was like, good. 
<laughs> I need to. So I guess it's been a rough month. <laughs> in two weeks, we will be talking about uh, Mandy. We're yes. Gonna, so after we finish this, Mike and I are going to watch Mandy and then watch it again immediately and do a revisited. <laughs> and between now, the day that we're recording this, and the day that the revisited comes out, we'll also put out an actual right. Mandy proper episode. So we're just, just trying to figure out who we're going to have as a guest on that. I think it might be my friend who has never been on a podcast of ours before, who lives normally in L.A., but he's around the world, I think, probably making a movie. Uh, I met him at Fantastic Fest. I talked about Fantastic Fest and a lot of different things. Fantastic Fest happened Oh, wait. I saw, I saw one of his films, right? Uh, yeah, he did Rewind, and he yeah, did uh, Tonight She Comes. I, I, so far, I saw Rewind. So, definitely worth a watch, that movie. Um... Rewind is cool. Yeah. Oh, and you know who I got in touch with? So I'm, I'm really psyched. It's going to be on uh, third time soon is uh, Austin Wolf Southern. Cool. What's he going to talk about? Do you have a Oh, so, yeah, we got a couple. I think, so, Poison Ivy, The New Seduction. Okay. <laughs> which is Poison Ivy 3. And then I want to have him on for, for possibly a Christmas episode, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Okay. Uh, when I was a younger boy, uh, the Poison Ivy <laughs> movies were very uh, oh, influential not, to me. I think for all younger boys. I remember... <laughs> I mean, because I mean, look at the women in that. You got Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. The second one is um, who's the boss again? Um, I don't know. Tony Danza's the boss. No, I know, but but his daughter on that on that show. Sorry, I'm having a senior moment, folks. Okay. Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Sorry. Like um, I feel like there's like an old and then Jamie Presley or that's the one I know. The third one, yeah. From My Name Is Earl, which is she's great. But I feel like for like an older generation, like the big thing is Wild Things. Yes. Oh my but gosh, there is a Wild Things three. I just feel like, and I don't even know how I saw it, but just like on the internet, like clips of you know the Poison Ivy films. That was that was sort of my jam. Yep. I've never seen any of the movies. I never will. <laughs> but you don't want to be a co guest on that episode. Not even a fun. little bit. His um, Austin's. Uh, have you checked out his YouTube page? Because he's posted like. Tens and tens, like he's posted a lot of these, like one minute. Oh, he does reviews? this on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he puts them together. Yeah. And they're, they're like they have all the goofy animations. Yeah. And, like they're all like the end in a bad pun and stuff. And wait, so my favorite so far is uh, now streaming in a theater and hear you. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I lost my shit when he said that. One night. You know, he's good. He's uh, he's got. He, he would do those on Instagram. He always like, interviews his cat to see what his cat thinks of the movie. Yep. Uh, and then I think he just started like. Basically downloading the story and then uploading it to Instagram. Yeah, and that's a smart idea. Editing like, an old uh, letterbox review with the link to that. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Like I wouldn't really call it a review. It's more of like a series of jokes, but it's also no. kind of a review. It's like his own type of review. I just think of like the people out there on YouTube or in general out there, yeah. like doing the same old thing every time. Um, just sitting in front of a camera normally, like yep. this and that. It's definitely um, not that. Like I always felt like uh, if I was going to do like like become a YouTube reviewer, like, I would definitely host the show as, like, a hand puppet or something, okay. you know, I wouldn't be, the, but it would be, like, you know, something like Kermit the Frog-esque, like, do it that way, like, have a Muppet host the show. Did instead. you watch Kidding, the new Jim Carrey movie? Or no, show? no, no. Because it's all about, like, puppets, it's like, basically oh. Mr. Rogers show. Oh, but I did watch Would You Be My Neighbor, Won't You Be I My didn't Neighbor, watch that yet. oh I'm, my goodness, I'm it's gonna great. Watch, I'm going to get to that soon. And I think part of it is I haven't really watched a documentary in a while, um, after that I watched the he-Man documentary, which was pretty good too. Cage kicking, overreacting. That was a great sort of rock and roll kick he just gave. Sort of like a Sailor Ripley kick. Here we go. Catamarca Desert, South America. So here we are. We're probably in the last twenty minutes of the movie. We're finally getting <laughs> to the plot. That's a 
beautiful shot. You're right. Last 20 minutes. That is a gorgeous second unit shot right there. But the end of the day, when they Golden took hour. when they took one day to shoot all of this helicopter footage, basically. I remember talking about that. I think on the episode, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Shoot, like we got the helicopter, so we might as well just shoot a bunch of Look, stuff. Like. You know, this that's movie cool, isn't... It's a, a weird shot, but that's a cool shot. Like, this movie's kind of harmless, like, ultimately, you know? Like, it's not good, but, like, it's not offensively bad or anything. No. Like, And it's got Cage in it. Cage is great in it, and Tommy Lee's in it. And, like, if they weren't in it, it would definitely be, like, one of those, you know, VHS sort of, like, you know, watch it at your own peril sort of, like, on-the-shelf movies. But, yep. but it's not in that category. It's it certainly a that. movie. Oh, is that Ebert's review? I don't know. You know. <laughs> Firebirds is a movie. It stars actors. Somebody wrote it. <laughs> and I watched it. Never really realized how much helicopters look a little like insects. Like giant flying dragonflies. Ooh. Pretty do. cool. Which came first, the dragonfly or the helicopter? Oh, uh, the dragonfly. I think so, too. <laughs> Like, there's just so much... Like, these are, like, establishing shots? No, I know. What is happening, though? No one said anything in a there's while. There's no dialogue. It's just a bunch of people walking around and talking to each other. Like, yeah. And we can't hear it. That's the weirdest thing. It's as if the music is blasting, um, like, in the scene, because yeah. we can't hear what they're talking about. Like, this is, like, 45 seconds of establishing shots. More. I thought we just had Kate More. and together. <laughs> Exchanging looks. Her eyebrows, her eyebrows sort of need a little bit of work. I love her. St- I've always loved her style. Um, Eric Stoller. Does his, Reminds does me of Eric shirt St- just say DEA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Stoller, though. It sounds like Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Or Stoller. Where? Fred Stoller? Maybe. Former yeah. Simpsons writer. Okay. Or Seinfeld writer? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. He was, uh, wasn't he... Um, I think he was actually on a couple episodes of Seinfeld, too. Sort of got that neurotic personality. Yeah, he was in, like, an Elaine thread, an Elaine storyline. Seinfeld fan, Joey? No, I'm going to start watching this year, I You've never seen it? Oh, brother. Like, that, for me... Like, I remember... Let me tell you, brother. The first time I saw Seinfeld. (laughs) No, but uh, I was actually... I was, like, I was 15. I was on a trip to Florida with my dad and one of my brothers, and it came on the TV, and it was the very first time I saw it. It was the Chinese food episode, uh, the Chinese food restaurant. You'll know when you get to it. But it's, like, one of the pivotal episodes, I think. Um, And then just, like, yeah, I've always watched that show... Like with my dad during dinner or whatever. It's a show that Joe too really wants me to watch. Mm-hmm. We watched a couple episodes when I was uh, when I was at a bachelor party on More Day weekend, and we were just in this like really nice Airbnb. And Cage eats fruit if you have fruit or something, not peaches. Don't. But okay, Cage um, eating. And they just had a couple seasons of Seinfeld on DVD. And we put a couple on. I was like, oh shit, is that Brian Cranston? Like, oh, he's just in a bunch of episodes. Yeah, and every week Jerry has a new girlfriend. So like the list of female like um, people become one off yeah. yeah like the number of people on that show is like staggering isn't it but yeah Brian Cranston's his dentist and Tommy Lee Jones kind of looking a little Cranston-esque right now in the sun like is he Cage, apologizing yeah I like that Cage apologizing Cage learned a lesson He's definitely given his, like, pouty face 
apologize. I'm trying to look cute while I do it. <laughs> oh shucks. You're the natural. Uh, so uh, we mentioned Raising Arizona earlier. Um, I've been really sort of like really jonesing to get a new tattoo. And uh, I was considering because like I love uh, that uh, Rekka has the uh, Winona Forever tattoo. Mm-hmm. But it's like sort of like her own little variation of it. And it's great. And it's like I've been thinking of trying to do something cage related. Yeah. And I was thinking of maybe the, the Woody Woodpecker tattoo from Raising Arizona. Uh-huh. Because it's small, you know, it doesn't take up a lot of room, and it can be, like, I could get it, I could get it anywhere, basically. But, like, I don't know. I'm seriously considering it. These are some nice fireworks. You could also, like, there is, I have on one of the covers of my cage notebooks that I bought when I was taking notes by hand, there's, the, like, his mug shot. It's kind of cool art. Like, it's not super complicated. Him mugshot in Raising Arizona. Oh, so like an actual tattoo of Cage? Yeah. That would be a... Hmm. I mean... Let's see if I can find it in my email. Because, um... I don't know. Because, like, uh... It might not be the next one I get, but, like, it's definitely been on my mind a lot. Like, just getting ink. And then, of course, you know, the new episode of Ink Master like, never helps whenever that rolls around, like, twice a year. I'm like, oh, shit, I start twitching. Yeah, this. Oh, and then it did, especially didn't help when, like, Holly goes and, like... Gets a beautiful, beautiful Gets, like, yeah, tattoo. just, like, a gorgeous tattoo, which is only, like, I could go to that place. It's, like, 20 minutes away. <laughs> like, this is kind of complicated, but, like, it's yeah, also no, simple. but Right, like, something along that line wouldn't be so... Yeah, I want to... Uh, it wouldn't be so bad, but like, yes, a, a classic expression sort of done up in that black and white manner. It's a little tricky though when it comes to like, I'm always a little worried when I I don't have any like people on my body. You know, I have like my horoscope, but like, it's not a realistic looking Virgo or anything. But yeah. Like, I'm always a little worried about that. Like, I follow this one guy on Instagram, Chris Jones tattoos, and like, his shit is just like. Guy, the guy is just like a genius. Um, the likenesses and everything of his stuff, of his work. I gotta look this up. All right, dude. So, like, I'm gonna flash you his. What if you just got both arms fully sleeved as the snakeskin jacket? <laughs> so look at this Ooh, guy. I want an appointment crazy. with him. So like, his whole thing is like this, dude. Like that's he's awesome. just like incredible. Like everything yeah, is wow, just perfect. Wow. Like, he just he posted some Eminem. No, he's in the uh, UK. Okay. There's a good Heath Ledger. Like, Jesus. everything is just photo real, man. And the yeah. guy looks, like, awesome, too. Like, he's got all these crazy, like, face mods and stuff. Who's and that? Oh, Teen so Wolf. So that's Teen Wolf. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it just goes on and 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 on. It's just, like, crazy. everybody, Darth Maul and everything. That's insane. So, like, if I could get an appointment with this guy, I, I always in the back of my head wonder what I would ask for him to tattoo, and I'd probably get um, Zero from Planet of the Apes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a, Nothing that's, like, um, like you could tell it's the actor or anything, because I don't know if I would want, like, you know... Harrison Ford's face on my arm, you know, just to suffer an Indiana Jones tattoo or anything. But, like, it would be cool to get, like, a character of some kind, like a literary character. That would be cool to have snakeskin arm sleeves like that. Or just, like, this picture. Just, I or mean, just getting a patch of snakeskin done, like, in that style would be pretty cool. Just okay. get this over your heart. 
Oh, that's adorable. Sailor and Lula. I'm trying to f- Lula! I'm trying to find a picture of this guy, but I guess those are mostly in his Instagram stories. He doesn't really post pictures of himself, just his ink. It's his work. Oh. Okay, so he's in Cardiff. So, yeah, Cardiff, UK. Physical graffiti. We're missing the climactic scene. I just turned out there he is. Cartel. There's Cartel. <laughs> this feels like, um, um, what's that, Choplifter? That video game? You ever played Choplifter? No. That was an old N- Nintendo game, I think, maybe. That I used to play that, and then for Sega, they had Afterburner, which was, I think, based on Top Gun, which... For one gotcha. reason or another, we might end up talking about one day for some reason. I, you know, can't for the life of me think of how. But okay, so come on. This isn't great action, but it's not terrible. I think it's like I think. It really shows that they had the helicopter. Like, they, like, there's a lot of helicopter shots. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. they really shot a ton of this. No, because the government was probably like, "Yes, please." They're just sitting here on the runway. There's no war happening right now. Like, we need to get some something done with this shit. Yeah, maybe someone will buy them. Irony, I bet. Like, some cartel ended up with these helicopters. At the end of the day, like you see that Tom Cruise movie, American Made. Yep. Like that's where these helicopters are now. Yeah. Oh, is that a stealth object? Oh, that was cool. I was turning around like that. Oop. Do a Riddler. I guess, Riddler or Rattler? Oh, I was hoping you said Riddler, because that's as close as we get to, like, some kind of Batman connection. Yeah. Just get around that beautiful-looking ridge. Been a lot of news lately about you know now that Henry Cavill's not Superman, oh, brother. Superman, Michael B. Jordan, John Hamm wants to be Superman. He must be Batman too. He's like I'll do either. When they were on the press tour, somebody asked Gosling if he wanted to be Batman, and he was just like mm. real awkward and evasive about it. He's like I want to see a Damien Chazelle Batman though. That's what I want to see. And I was like, who's, all right, who's that guy who did La La Land and Whiplash? And oh, ha- have him make it. You mean? Yeah. Rattler. It is Rattler. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What's her name? Rebel. I think he's a Guthrie. Oh no, that's her last. That's her. That's her real name. He's not using call signs. He's using real names. Tommy Lee. This is actually kind of like cut really quick and fun and like a little kid that maybe you don't want him to see Top Gun because it's a little more explicit. Yeah, you'd rent this for him first. Although, like, you know, you got to go straight to Top Gun. (laughs) Take your breath away. Danger zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that a grunt? I've stopped sort of looking down at my thing. I think I've I don't think I'm going to get anything more. Let's see what I missed. Cage standing on something weird. Was really holding out for that. Did not happen. Magic or mysticism? Did not, will not. Holiday setting. Nope. Nudity... Well, I'm surprised. Well, we, no, I mean... It wasn't... Well, when we say nudity, we mean, like, breasts or penis or, you know, at least a I would rear even end like, like or something, right? I like a full shirtless cage I would give, but I don't think right, we got shirtless, that. No, we got them, like, a close-up 
chest to back. Chest to back, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, back. Holiday setting. Gambling, I thought we'd get. Peaches, no. I think I missed the billiards at the bar, but that's okay. I don't need it. Uh, titular line, I'm not sure if they ever said you guys are a bunch of firebirds. <laughs> Um, and I the feel beach. like they probably did, but I didn't yeah, know. it seems like they did. Like they, we call those firebirds. I uh, missed the beach. I missed Cage laughs maniacally, which I was close, I think, but didn't actually happen. Almost there. Cage exasperated, a broken man. New Orleans and Las Vegas. Holiday setting. Gambling. On screen with an animal. Smokes or does drugs. You have a really clean cut here. Yeah. Return, someone returns to another film and nudity. So you know. Okay, so let's see. No one from another film. Oh, there's the blood. There's the PG-13 for this day and yeah. age. Because relatively new rating. What year was this again? 90. 90. Okay, no, never mind. It was like six, six or so. But it's still years. relatively new. I mean, in, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. It's just weird. There was always that. I started going to the movies at the age, like literally the age that that Started, yeah, like Gremlins and all those movies. And but stuff. you can still see a PG-13 movie at any age. You just recommend that you're with a yes. parent, right? So, but like, yeah. you could be like a six-year-old to buy a ticket to this. I guess. I, think. I don't know. No, I think what it is is like you could be under 13 and still be with someone. Well, I mean, uh, rated R, anybody can go in there as long as you're with somebody. I think PG-13, yes. I, think, I think you can be any age and go in by yourself. Okay. You know, I also don't know how many kids are actually going to movies alone, but... Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee's out of the picture. Let's see. Cage, are you the greatest? Are you the greatest? Locked on. Uh-oh. Oh, Can't shake him. maneuvers. He's going to lose his buddy. Oh, look at her saving the day. He's teaching her how to use it, and at the same time teaching us how to use it. It's a, it's, it's a demonstration of that weapon in case you want to buy one. For or in us. case you want to join the military. Yeah. Learn how to use a rocket launcher. Choom. Ooh, that was a close call. The second time now that he almost, you know, that she almost died here. He just, like, keeps doing passes through. Pass-throughs. It seems like they're outmatched, you know? Like, the helicopter versus airplane. Oh, there you go. Boom. Do you like the Elton John song, Rocket Man? <laughs> Not Elton John. Billy Joel? No, Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. It didn't sound right when I came out of my mouth. Billy Joel's Piano Man. Because you, you are the Rocket Man. Sing oh, us. I like none of that sissy shit. Sing us a song, you're the Rocket Man. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I'm the Piano Man. Piano Man. Na, 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 na. Man, you're real sweaty there, Cage. Oh no, he's being fired upon by cartel. He got uh, oh, his buddy. There it was. His buddy got shot through the helicopter. I love all the ADR. I love any time. You hear their voice, and you only see a shot of the helicopter because it just makes me think of the day that they all were there just watching this over and over again. Just helicopter footage, yeah. trying to fit in, like, where can we say a line here? Can we say a line there? Oh, my gosh. That was bloody. That was PG-13. Oh, it's an almost Star Wars cue. Well, the song? Yeah. It was like, da 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 just goes down instead of up. 
He just sweaty throughout this entire movie. Yeah, I sort of he was sweating buckets up there. Oh, oh, said Firebird. He sure did. Titular line. Still doesn't matter. I mean, it's nice. It's just I don't win double bingo or anything. Right, no. I think, you know, if we get the beach, I would win again. If we got gambling, I would win again. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I just got, I, I'm just i just glad I got the one. Oh, so the, the, the one I got was Gift Worthy Scene, which is a bunch of flashback, which we had overreaction. Someone plays a musical instrument. The band in the oh, dance yeah. hall. All right. That was a solid game, though. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes, it's difficult sometimes, yeah. yeah. But Firebirds is a worthy Cage Club bingo contender. There he goes running again, just in case you missed, you know, multiple options. He's been running options. this entire I'm just saying, multiple chances to running catch. Running film since 1981. <laughs> also true. Yay, yeah. Not as true. No, and didn't, true. Yeah, didn't think to use that to market himself either. Which is, you know, how simple does it get when it comes to it? Like, that's why I feel like Tom Cruise gets action and action movies and why his action is so great is because he's like, bro, what it basically it comes down to is watching a guy fucking running. Yep. Like, that is action yep. if if there's intention behind it, if there's, you know, yeah. something going on with this character. If you care about the character, all you have to do is see him run. And yeah. it's great. Yeah. I agree. It's like, he's like pure cinema, you know? Que? Si? Oh, yes. Oh, cage little ball spot there. That's that's okay. I think I'm getting there. I'm reaching it. Mine's going front to back. So at this point in his life, he's only 26. Holy moly. He looks 36. It's I always forget his, like, Wait, no, 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 no. He was born no. in what, 64 61? Because he's 53 now, right? 64. Yeah, so he's 26 in this movie. Wow, man, yeah. Dude is just... He looks like a, a grown-ass a, man. man, yeah. That's the thing. Gucci. Oh, you know what I'd like to watch again soon? Because it's, uh... uh ra- was it Racing the Racing the Sun? Racing the Racing with the Moon? Racing the Moon, yeah. Him and Sean Penn. Oh, wait, no, maybe I don't, because I forgot His it was last Sean... Face. I, forgot, I forgot it was Sean Penn. No, but like he's not bad in that. No, you know? he's still a good actor. He's still Doesn't a good actor. Alongside jumping on back of the trains, I enjoy his Jokingly acting. Almost getting tattoos. You know, he's got a couple really good performances, and you know what? Like, yeah, he married Madonna. Maybe one of his greatest performances. Hey, also married Robin Wright. Also great. Yes, but not quite a performance as much as like a spectacle. Like when he was beating up photographers. That's an early childhood memory too. When it comes to celebrities and stuff, like, oh, there's Phil Collins. The other song number two. And credits. Here we go. We got Breaker, Brian Kessner. Yeah, there's only six people credited. Oh my that's, goodness. You know, it's, a, it's a tight cast. Mary yep. Trainer. There she is. Oh, there's another two. Oh, General Alcott and Rice. How do we oh, really milk more. this credit? Oh, so I why like don't we just like, have shot, like, lots of, you know. Helicopter against the moon? That's cool. Because they're in love. They're probably, you know, do you think moon they're... Moonstruck? Ooh, yeah. The moonstruck? But do you think they're doing sort of like that Watchmen thing? Like they're boning up there in the helicopter? It's sort of like the chase with uh, I saw that. Charlie Sheen? I scene. saw that scene sort of recently on TV. I, was just I just rewatched that movie because mm-hmm. I've been I've been thinking I might have to do a run of Rifkin at some point um, because I'm just enamored with that guy and his filmmaking. He recently did an interview with Kevin Smith. That Rifkin didn't like, do Watchmen. Oh, no. Uh, the Chase. The Chase oh. with uh, Charlie Sheen. 
Did you see the chase with Charlie Sheen? Oh. Uh, I was watching parts of Watchmen, though, earlier just to test out my new TV, and I must say the opening credits look sublime. Mm. All right, so I'm not fast-forwarding through these credits because the movie's only 84 minutes, and it's a nice view. Nice song, nice view. This is really – they're milking – can you check the time? There's probably like five or six minutes left of credits. There's another five Five. minutes of credits. Well, let's see when it fades to black and all that. Oh, look at that, Ariel – Photographer, all right, Paul Doc Bird, all right. coordinator. Because what they're doing to really milk this, because this movie's like 79 minutes plus seven minutes of credits. <laughs> yeah. They just have like huge gaps in the credits. Like, let's just not. <clears> oh, yeah, I didn't together. even notice that. Right. Like the way the cast was presented. It was like six people, then two people, then four people. So, like we were saying earlier, if you want to go back and listen to our actual episode about this, this is episode 16 of Cage Club, Club OG. OG. Uh, the next movie we're doing is Mandy, Mandy, the newest movie that Cage was in. It came out September 14th on demand. We will be joined officially by Brian Rodriguez. Oh, he's going to make it after we eat? Oh, yes, fantastic. Indeed. Oh, look, wait, the helicopter turned into four helicopters? Ooh, what the fuck? Magic. Wait, were they magic all? Wait, are you giving it to me? Yeah, why not? They must have all been flying in a row. That's amazing. I, oh, man, that's why you watch. See, man, that's why I've been watching a lot of credits for lately. helicopters? No, but for, you know, nice little treats like this, you sure. know? That's a really pretty shot how the moon turned from um, more of like a white to the red there. Halloween. Making me think of Halloween now. 46 more days till Halloween. Halloween. When this episode comes out, it'll only be 34 more days till Halloween. Alright, now we're on Fate the Black. You wanna fast forward this? Caterer, Mario's Catering. Shout out Mario's. So okay. go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on oh, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter. Email us, mailbag at cageclub.me. Let us know if you made it to the end. We will send you a sticker if you email us. Running low on stickers. You know, we bought 2,000. We are finally almost out of them. So say hi. Uh, give a shout. Oh. Just go to cageclub.me, poke around. We've got 19 shows at the moment. Handful more launching very, very soon. Um, including four more than I'm doing because I don't know... How to live. <laughs> Alright, it doesn't look like we're getting a post-credit scene here. I don't think nope. so. We have a touchstone pictures. Cool. Alright, All right. everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.